listening to InfoTrack. To learn more about our guests or listen to past shows, visit InfoTrack online at InfoTrackRadio.com. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Finding safe, suitable housing for homeless women veterans and their children is challenging. One person who's making a difference is Major Jazz Booth, an Army veteran and founder of a national nonprofit organization, Final Salute. Jazz, at one time, you were homeless yourself. Can you briefly share that story with us? Sure. So in 2005, I was a lieutenant and a single mother in the Army Reserves. I had just recently got stationed in New Orleans in Naval Support Activity and got notified that I would be deploying to Iraq. And so I got my son situated and went out to serve, but I never made it to Iraq. Two significant things happened. In August of 2005, I lost everything to Hurricane Katrina. And a month later, 30 days out from shipping, I was diagnosed with an aggressive head, neck and throat cancer, which left me unable to deploy. So I uh, spent the next several months going through cancer treatment. And after my treatment was done, I was basically given a DD-214. And so within a 24-hour period, I went from being a soldier to a homeless veteran because of the lack of supportive services for women veterans, especially with children. Wow. About how many female veterans are in need of housing? You know, the numbers are kind of all over the place. We estimated 55,000, but it could be more. And that's due to the exclusionary definition that HUD follows to recognize homelessness. The women veteran population who are homeless, over 80% of them are mothers. And so they're not the ones you're going to see on the streets or on park benches or in tent cities. So they primarily what we call couch surf, like stay from house to house, you know, so they don't get their children taken from them. But HUD doesn't recognize couch surfing as a form of homelessness. How many vets so far have been helped by your organization? We have supported over 5,000 women veterans in over 30 states and territories through all three programs that we have. We run a transitional home here in the D.C. metro area, but also run a program that we're able to nationally support women veterans via emergency financial assistance, which helps them prevent evictions or flee domestic violence situations and get to their own places in a hurry. Jazz, can you tell us exactly how it works? Someone needs housing. How does the process work? For a woman veteran who is in need of support, we have an online intake system that allow us to help women locally and nationally. So they would go online and rather apply for the Home or Safe program put in their pertinent information and upload their DD-214 so we can verify their proof of military service. And from there, one of our case managers gets in touch with them if we have room available or funding. What would be perhaps one of the most surprising things you've learned in doing this and in working in this field? The most surprising thing is that it's not getting any better. And that's just the reality of it. I have no shortage of women reaching out to me with their out children. You know, some of these women have been to Iraq and Afghanistan. Some of these women are, you know, disabled. Some of these women have experienced domestic violence. And the fact that they're still not getting recognized from their service and sacrifice astonishes me. So I just I'm not sure what it's going to take for all veterans to get treated and supported equally. But right now it's just not happening. Do you have any suggestions for women leaving the military to avoid being in a homeless situation? I would say ensure you have a plan. Unfortunately, like, you know, thank you for your service can be a very empty gesture, you know, through that handshake. We need more than thank yous. We need jobs. We need other types of employment support. We need to get our disability benefits in a timely manner. I just want them to be prepared that, you know, the support that we think that's there or the support that we were told would be there 
may not necessarily be there or may not necessarily come when you need it. So try to have a plan, save as much as you can before you leave and do not think that, you know, just because you serve that there are going to be a plethora of services out there for you. Major, how can people help or donate to your organization? The easiest way is through their phone. Anyone can donate through PayPal online or you can mail in a donation. So there are several ways to get involved, but also see what's available in your neighborhood. And if you don't have anything for women veterans, veterans specifically, reach out to your representatives and see what can be done locally, because it's truly going to take a coalition and a village to support our veterans. And it's definitely more work than we can do alone. Major Jazz Booth, an Army veteran, founder of a national nonprofit organization, Final Salute. And you can learn more at their website, finalsaluteinc.org. Finalsaluteinc.org. Major, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, no problem. Thank you for the opportunity. That wraps up another edition of InfoTrack, a weekly production of Syndication Networks of Chicago. InfoTrack Internet services are provided by Pair.com. Thanks to this week's contributors, Gina Tedesco. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm your host, Chris Whitting, inviting you to join us next week for another edition of InfoTrack. <laughs>